Welcome to Mind. This is Alan and Sebastian. And in this special episode, Man Fights Bear, Sebastian and I are going head to head and debating the all important, all eternal question if politics is all that. Sebastian, please two to beam up for a saber light sword fight to the death, obviously. <laughs> Yeah, so so a lot of people likes to, you know, know a lot about politics, argue about politics, they make their entire, you know, essentially professional career about knowing about politics. And I'm going to argue for that, that it's good in some way. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll have an opponent, so <laughs> it um, will be maybe it will be even i don't know so my first point is that it you know because if you really are into politics and i think you have um you know you, you actually get something out of it it's not just to impress on your bodies because then you would have just um you know just told them you know you know just had some political ideas and then just told them all the time if you just wanted to impress them you know the same thing but if you're actually like really into politics and you're spending every waking hour just monitoring whatever Trump says or Biden does. I think there's a um, there's a value to doing that as opposed to not doing anything at all or doing what you think is boring or just like wasting your time on some uh, some some like totally useless activity. Uh, um, this is an improvement over that. And on top of that, politics is important to, you know, be able to live your life you need um you know a right uh you need rights and um yeah so that's a double double point all right okay well i would say you it's certainly a low standard when you <laughs> when you take someone who does basically nothing i think doing anything other than basically nothing is a good thing so i mean he could be wading through you know his neighbor's garbage and you know uh, relative to wasting his life that certainly looks um super uber productive and you know really good for his soul um i think that politics as it um stands contorted like a hunchback today is so illegitimate the kind of national politics international politics so uh so swollen with garbage and double talk and zero think and anti-rights that it would do largely you good to be mostly ignorant of it <clears throat> i think it's i think simply being knowledgeable of it is not being active in uh, shaping the world through politics uh, also i think you don't primarily shape it through knowing it through politics and certainly not just by knowing about it i would argue that being active and knowledgeable about local politics which is not what we think of as politics but i mean small local neighborhood councils be be a neighborhood peeping tom and you know listen to all the gossips and rumors is more productive because you can actually shape that immediate environment is what i say here for the for the um against the affirmative so i i think 
I'm not saying you know literally nothing. You don't even know who um you know the president of your country is, but besides knowing a little bit about him, possibly I would I would give you this much to know enough to know the difference um that it would make if you cast a vote against him or for him. But that you can do a little bit of research, you know, what watch some um somewhat credible sources before you need to vote or pay, you know, half attention or something like that. I think that the way people, and I'll finish with this, <clears throat> um, and then I'll lay my sword down, you know, obviously just drenched with your, with your blood. <laughs> I, I think the way people consume politics today is not seriously, and it's not a serious field. It's not a legitimate field. They don't know what is legitimate or illegitimate about it. I think it's so polluted with pseudo signs that approximate concepts i i think their life would i think the life of a farmer you know an an, an amish farmer probably is richer for not knowing anything about world events um so maybe maybe i maybe i took it too far there but i don't, I don't want to seem like you know the, the amish life is all all good i mean so yeah i'll, I'll let you retort <clears throat> well i'd say that there's a you know a value to knowledge in general so that's an easy point so uh, it wasn't quite as <laughs> bloody as you <laughs> so thought needs to keep but... track of the points here <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah the so knowledge is good to the ignorant that was the first point i made and now call it knowledge is just good in general um but yeah, I think there's, you know, if you've built up a history of this, like, um, lightweight interest in politics where you just know about the candidates and you know what they've done, a few things they've done, and you spend, you know, you know, you have to spend, like, a lot of time at least obsessing. I think you'll, um, first of all, you, I think you'll, you know, you'll be more persuasive, perhaps, even though probably most people don't have any method to it, so they just you know yes. end up but but at least uh, you know after a few heated arguments you can get some perspective on the whole thing as as opposed to being an amish farmer right you won't ever ever have uh, argued with someone well maybe you would have but not as much as the, the political like uh, junkie i think uh, you know just speaking and uh, you know forming words is a good practice mm -hmm. to improve other areas of your life and you know writing yeah that's a huge virtue too if you write even though you just write about some garbage like to to your to your friends about you know how some political uh candidate did something or is corrupt or something like that like if you just tell them that like i think your writing will improve if slightly it's at least better than not writing that message at all so it it's it's really just depends on what you could be doing but if this is uh, your alternative to being an amish farmer i think this is a better uh, thing to do with your time than to i don't know what they do like uh, obviously a second the fields <laughs> here so i see that we have a preview of the second debate and i guess i'll be standing in for the amish farmer which actually sounds like a <laughs> good debate uh and hard for me so <laughs> I, I think if we really are honest with the, the, the common person who consumes politics, they, they what, what will their conception of corruption be? I mean, there, there's no objectivity. 
corruption will be something that they disapprove and maybe they have lots of bad mm. premises that permit corruption in some areas that they um, like for example subsidies or they think the means are justified by the end and if they like the end like the you know a sense of equality that that's um enchanted no nonsense ambiguous word then they'll say sure you know we'll we'll tax certain people or we'll um you know punish businesses because we want or this person wants some kind of outcome so i think if if the person um in question here was a rational student of the world of knowledge sure you know immersing in the world but if you put in a child in an adult world and a world that is a facade that is not real the child and yes i i, I think of the common man very much in intellectual matters as a child here is going to uh, have no means to discriminate right if you don't know what the science of politics is about if you think politics you know if you simply accept yeah there's these two parties right and i mean and you know debating or arguing is kind of you know half insults half facts and yeah i guess facts can be stretched sometimes and means justify you know justified by the end and sure we have some tax and then we don't and it, it's just a glory is just a holy mess of anti-concepts and totally illegitimate activities they don't know what objectivity in this field is right so my argument here is the more they know about this illegitimate um imprecise um uh, field of activity and they have no tools of thinking the more they accumulate the more it's going to be uh difficult for them to gain clarity not that they're seeking it people who are just learning about or very versed in uh, politics they're not students of anything they they observe news stories and they read things and they're very interested in them but they don't read you know aristotle's uh um treatises they don't read um theoretical texts they don't wonder and con contemplate well, what is politics and is that you know is that a field that i can study in a way no they're just like ostriches you know immersed in all the sand that is today's political landscape and they know nothing that my concern here is objectivity so i would say keep him ignorant and so he's got a very uh, limited amount of information but it's it's true rather than you know submerge him with anti-facts and you know ambiguity and total non-think because now you're actually corrupting the mechanism um and i'll leave with this there's also a very learning about or being knowledgeable about politics is there's a lot you know bad with it in terms of motivation in terms of that it can incentivize bad uh, bad people and to make people worse it is a sense of status about knowing a little bit more the minutiae of it than your friend and just listing things is now uh, a means to acquire authority right and to present these arguments and they're never framed in you know philosophical principled ways there's no standard it's just you know more you know about the minutiae and he doesn't and that's somehow an advantage so in that sense it implies status 
right? That you you are more knowledgeable and you are kind of elite. You know what's going on. And it gives a sense of control because you know all the tiny little movements that are made by all the millions of little pieces around the world. I think go pursue real values. Go study the field if you're interested in it. But don't 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 swallow it all not knowing where's the poison where's the facts where's what's good and what's bad what's true what's don't do that um and if you do expect nothing but to be bloated with half poisons and half facts and i'll I'll rest my case but we could probably go on for a longer time than this <laughs> <coughs> Yeah, well, I I argue as a last point that um, you know having something is better than having nothing. Drinking poison and you know actual food uh, is better in the sense you know and just in the you know field of knowledge because you know while it makes it harder for you to think, I think there you know once you grow old, probably um, there is um, most probably like I'm not that old but i'm I'm pretty sure there is a sense of you know i've lived this life because you know i know so much even though it's just garbage right you haven't conceptualized it it makes actual thinking harder uh you know the mysteries are fewer even though there are there are actually more mysteries but you know so much even though you don't know much because uh (laughs) you know you can't actually keep it in mind and it's it's, uh, it's not integrated towards anything. It's just random facts. I think there is something to that, um, especially as you're approaching, you know, the end of your life. I think I, I would think that there is something to that. So, well, I I strongly suggest that people don't pollute their minds with <laughs> the. Uh, suspicious minutia of yesterday's newspapers and rather make a rational choice to pursue rational, clear, wholesome values which exclude uh, diving head deep into the mud that is today's distorted, illegitimate political quagmire. And I think I will allow myself to finish on that point. (laughs) So uh, stay tuned because we next debate the virtues of the Amish. To be Amish or to not be Amish, where Sebastian will be attacking the Amish and I will obviously uh, be defending them. So I think that's all for this episode. And uh, until next time, Check your premises and think.